0: This
1: is The Relevant Podcast. It's episode 1,124, and it's The Relevant Podcast here in Orlando. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me from Nashville, Tennessee, artist-producer, mogul, Derek Miner. What up, dog? Derek is uh, sitting in Jesse's seat today because... Jesse is out once again. And just down the street, right there, our managing editor, downtown Emily Brown. Hey, y'all. <laughs> She's trying to pretend like, like, like the listener doesn't know. The li- listener has no idea what just happened, but it took Emily a second to recover from what Derek just said <laughs> off mic. I edited it out. But
2: Thank you. Anyway.
1: Thank and uh, you. from L.A., you know from Social Club Misfits, it's Marty. What's up? Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talk to comedian Dustin Nickerson. You don't want to miss that. Plus, we have Slices, and then at the end of the show, we have a game you do not want to miss. But before we get to all that, uh, Derek, you just dropped a single. Wow. You just put
2: out an album a couple months ago, and you're already
1: dropping new music?
2: Got to keep up with the kids, man. (laughs) That's how, that's how the game goes. People have to treat, you know, what? you have to treat music like a television show. You have to have new episodes, you know, frequently. So we own it. We ready. And Marty, you're, you're releasing stuff too, right? Yeah. Doing so yeah.
3: Um, I actually have a lo-fi album. Coming out on uh, December 15th, all lo-fi. And then um, my entire catalog, of Christmas music and stuff that I've built over the last two years. Um, it's going to be released. All music, all instrumentation. It's all music to Sip Hot Cocoa and Eggnog too. It's all lo-fi stuff. It's cool. What? Yeah. Man, you guys me are prolific. Boys. Yeah. So lo-fi music coming out December 15th. And then we have, you know, me and Derek, there's a lot of stuff happening in 2024. We're excited about it exactly can
1: i get an hey, album derek, you
3: you're just <laughs> let's do it let's do it Downtown <laughs> Emily you, you, Brown. Have an you have
1: an album you have an album derek so your single is it connected to another project or you just you just had an extra track what are you doing
2: so i can't tell y'all everything right now but so the new wave as far as with me as far as music is concerned is i'm building out a campaign called the vigilantes united mm. so definitely you can go to vigilantes united to join and My whole concept is this. I've spent so much time trying to retrofit myself into Christian music and trying to retrofit myself into mainstream music. And I've decided that I'm like, I'm not doing any of that anymore. I'm just going to build my own thing far as community wise. That's great. Like we're building our own thing. And it's really just for people that you know, they may not necessarily want religious music all the time, but they also don't want to get shot at in every song and <laughs> they don't want all the rappers trying to take their girl. So if, if that fits you, join our movement. Like, it's not just rappers. Like, I just want to build a, a hub for people that just want music that isn't, like, extreme. Like, they just want music that more reflects life. Mm. Right? So that's really kind of my whole vibe. So tap in, Vigilantes United. Vigilantes United. And first single coming out is is bands. So the bands. I'm flying off with 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 the bands. Don't be no hero, you give me my yetos. I know it's hit on my head. I think you all in advance. I'm flying off with the bands. Oh I minor bandito.
1: I got uh I got my Spotify you know unwrapped for a recap a couple weeks ago. My number two album of twenty twenty-three is yours. Uh, it's least this summer. I, I didn't realize lit. I listened to it that much apparently it's
2: <laughs> Great album man. Thank you.
1: We'll moving the show along. Stay tuned up next. Its slices. <laughs> listening to johnny the song is christmas wrapping it is part of the a very relevant christmas playlist that is available for free it's our annual tradition over on spotify go search it up a very relevant christmas 450 amazing tracks you don't want to miss it a little something for everybody in there season four of the chosen is in theaters now and the reviews that count are in
0: Amazing. Did not disappoint.
2: Flurry of emotions. It was powerful,
1: heartbreaking, uplifting.
0: You have got to come and see it. It is a message for everybody. I highly recommend that you come out and see The Chosen Season 4.
1: Episodes 1 through 3 of The Chosen Season 4 are in theaters till February 14th. So visit thechosenriseup.com and get your tickets now. That's thechosenriseup.com for tickets today. Okay, it's time for... Slices! I don't normally I just like automatic. This is what I would say. What do you have, Jesse? Wow. Not here.
3: If you so, can't see us right what do you now, have? Cameron's crying right now. He's a tear in his eye. He's like, <laughs> Jesse, where are you? <laughs> I feel lost. I feel lost. Uh, anyway, uh,
1: Emily, we'll start with you. What do you have, Emily?
0: Oh, surprise. Okay. Um, well, okay. Let me ask you all this. If for some reason you're on a plane and something went wrong and the pilots, I don't know, passed out or something, do you think you could successfully land the airplane?
3: Yes. Absolutely not. Not at all. I'm no way, to die.
0: We got one yes from Cameron, and two no's. That is statistically correct. A new survey found that one <laughs> one in three Americans think they can successfully no! land on an airplane, but the number jumps to one in two men think that they can land an airplane.
2: Oh. And we have <laughs> Absolutely And I'm gonna Absolutely. Yeah, man, the And the reason I want to talk about
0: this is because I want to say it outright. You cannot do that. Okay. I like, I'm going to break your delusion right now. <laughs> You're not landing that plane successfully. Um, I, listen,
1: <laughs> I've watched enough of these movies. What happens is you get in the cockpit and then you start talking to air traffic control and they tell you what to do.
4: Okay.
0: That's true. So oh. This, this is a good point. So, sense. cause there are every now and then there is like that crazy story of like a random civilian who landed in an airplane, things to aircraft, air traffic control. The majority of the right. time, like I think, almost nearly every single time, those are always smaller aircrafts. Like it's not like a big seven forty seven or anything. Like it's like a small, smaller one. So,
1: like a Cessna. Yeah, yeah. Or, so yeah, you yeah, have yeah. a. Sh- I've taken flying lessons on those. Those are those are not that complicated to.
0: Well, okay, glad you could do that. Um, but I
1: mean, a huge like seven forty seven.
3: I wouldn't know what there's like a million buttons. You know? But see, that's mm-hmm. the thing. People mm-hmm. think
0: that they could do that.
3: Yeah, you need to get flight simulator. Do You ever play that as a kid? It's like. Realistic, yeah. how to land a plane Dude, for real? They, they have on on Xbox and
1: my my kid plays it. it. Is so boring, but it is unbelievable. It's very real <laughs> though. Like, interesting. Like, okay, yeah. so there's a
3: museum in Florida called the Museum Discovery and Science, and you actually get into a plane that has the software in it, and you could fit. You're in a physical plane with all the stuff. It's really really fun. Your okay, but listen, love that. when
0: I was a kid and I'd be at like Chuck E. Cheese, That's and like I'd Space play the King. race car game. I didn't, th- even if I won, I would not go out there and think, wow, I could probably go on a racetrack right now. That's like what I'm hearing. Yeah, cruising
2: USA doesn't mean you could win a race. Yeah. I think that's the difference between male and female, though, because I absolutely thought that if I was winning an F1 racing on the arcade, I you absolutely thought I could drive my mom's car. I had no, there was no doubt in my mind. Dude, there's a movie coming it. out. A true story movie. Okay. I yeah, just saw the trailer for it. Uh, yeah, Gran yeah, Turismo.
3: Gran Turismo, Grand
2: right? yeah. It's a true yeah, story.
3: Yeah, Gran
1: Turismo. This kid was a champion video game racer, Yeah, and he got an opportunity to join an actual race team in real life. There's it's the a same difference, thing. He though, developed his between skills. us
3: four and that what? kid. What? Kid was from Yo- India. He's just way better than us. He's better at math, better at all the things that we don't have. And so this Indian kid who played this constantly, it was just so good at it that he became literally a real racer.
0: Well,
2: I think and the, the so, difference is, is... based on a true story. It's like loosely inspired yeah, it's by... a true story. Uh, there are certain things that are... Not accurate about it,
0: but also he he spent like ten thousand hours playing this game or whatever, like like an insane amount of time. Yeah,
3: years on this stinking Mm. thing. And so you know, we have other things we got to do. I can't. You know, maybe if I was, I spent a couple time. You know, with him, I would I would do it. But I just you know.
2: Well, look if 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 the plane is going down. I'll uh-huh. tell y'all if nobody's gonna try to, because I ain't gonna just go out not swinging. I'm definitely gonna try to right. land a plane, but right. more than likely I'm gonna make it worse. We're probably gonna be doing barrel rolls. <laughs> yeah, <in Saturday>. <laughs> <laughs> <When> you ever <laughs> seen Flight with Denzel?
3: You ever seen Flight
2: with yeah. Denzel? Guess what? We're going upside down. Uh, yeah, it's, that's. And yeah, see, it's I'm like just that. gonna be
0: praying, and I'm gonna say, "See you soon, God." And that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna probably try gonna to get up,
2: terrify everybody. <laughs> Oh no! I'm going. I'm going out fighting. Like yeah, he's going to go out Sully. Pro- It's probably an L. He's going to do the Sully L,
3: landing and land right on the, the the Hudson. Right on the. I mean, the I get it because yeah. like
0: there's a 50, like there's a chance you do save everyone and you're like an incredible hero. Uh, the on the other side though, yeah, you do just kind of kill everyone. So.
2: Oh no! I'm trying to save it for survival. Like know what so I'm saying, I don't like, care about get, being a hero. I want to live. No, I'm saying
0: like I get why you would want to try it because it's like best case scenario you save everyone but worst case scenario uh, is you usually make it worse for everyone <laughs> okay so i don't want to be on a plane with y'all all
2: right what do you have Derek? so um i have some really unfortunate news uh so diddy i don't know if we talked about <laughs> this but oh my gosh, diddy diddy is in is hot water deep doo-doo he's, <laughs> he's in hot water so last month Cassie, his longtime lover, has come out and said that Diddy, you know, did a lot of bad things to her, and he settled that case. And it seemed like everything was gone. And within the next, like literally the next day, another case popped up mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a woman from 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 his past that said he took advantage of her. Uh, I'm not the R word, right? Um, and then now it has just come out that. There's another young lady who said that he took advantage of her when she was 17 years old. And it was a group of them in a studio in New York. So this is the third case in a month that that things have come out for Diddy's. And this is really sad. So he just posted not long ago. Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be old news. But he posted that. I'll I'll read what he says. He says, for the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character and destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family and for the truth, Sean Diddy Combs. So it seems like he's going to fight this. He's, he doesn't feel, you know, he says he didn't do any of this stuff. So, Either way, this is sad. If if he did do these things, it's ter- It's awful. And if he didn't do these things, and people are trying to get paydays off of him, that's awful. It's just this is a all around. If it was one situation. random,
1: I, I'm not saying anything because I don't want to get sued. But like, if it was mm-hmm. one random accusation that seemed out of character or whatever, that'd be one thing. But when there's multiple, 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 it's like. Bill Cosby yeah. style. It's yeah. like you're kinda of going, Well, where there's smoke, there might be fire. You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Glad Dude, I didn't totally... go to his studio last month when I was invited. <laughs> <Chill> <laughs> Before out. all this happened, I was supposed to go to his house and like see, see his his yeah, yeah, studio and stuff like that. And like, oh, I don't really want to I don't want to do that. I'm glad I didn't go. Man. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's, it's
1: a good thing, bro. Yeah. It's <laughs> He's it's trying funny. to sidle up to some Christians.
3: Yeah, to right. Up his He's care. trying to use yeah, me. I'm
1: friends with Christians. I'm not a bad guy.
3: You yeah. know what's funny is that a picture just came out. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but a picture came out yesterday of um, one of the girls that Diddy used to date. And it's Suge Knight in the, in the legendary – they used to have a room called the Red Room in Death Row. Everything was red. Red mm. couches, red wall, red carpet. And it's literally – Diddy's That's where they girlfriend, right? Well, it was like you know, the blood would blend in. It's like gang stuff. I don't know. I don't know. i suburbs. Well, I don't you know what I'm yeah, talking about.
2: Sugar's a blood. Yeah. Sugar's so sugar's yeah, a a blood. Blood. He's, yeah. he's a blood. He's, he's,
3: so anyway, it has there's a picture of it's Diddy's girlfriend, Sean, his son, his firstborn son, and then playing with Suge Knight and Suge Knight's like throwing it, like having fun with him. So that happened in 1996. So it was like right around when Biggie died. And they're like, now it's like, whoa, what happened? How did that just come out? And, you know, it's a weird picture to see Suge Knight having fun with somebody's son of a rival label and having, um, you know, him play and after all that. So it's a really odd situation. A lot of stuff's coming out that's a little weird right now.
2: Are you sure that's 96, though? Because 96 yeah, they have a, is the they have height a, of the beef. Yeah, they have that a thing. When, that's why yeah, it's, would, yeah, his wife
3: put it out. His, wow. wife, his Or his ex-girlfriend put it out. And so everyone's like, right now it's on Twitter. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, it's probably old news by the time this comes out. But yeah, a picture of him in the red room and really kind of I mean, amazing.
2: After Pop hit him up, like there's no... Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, it's this, so serious. That's why everyone's like, what the heck sheesh. just happened here?
3: Yeah.
1: I, the, the more you learn or talk to people in the industry, like you guys and other people who, you know, know artists and whatever, like you, you hear stories that like Doug Knight was, you know, he, he, the way he ran his empire was through force and coercion right. and intimidation and violence. Hmm. But you kind of hear that maybe Diddy was doing the same thing and like, yeah. it, but you don't think of it because Diddy's like pop music and happy and dancing and, you don't think, but Mm. you hear stories behind the scenes that like he was ruling with an iron fist as well. well,
2: It's like what we talked about before where Marty said that a lot of unions are, well, I don't know if that's going to make the cut, but you know, gangs have always ran a lot of hip hop. Hip hop -hop has been used to clean up a lot of money for, for gangs. So it's not, I mean, this, it, it wouldn't be surprising. like we Everybody knew Suge was a blood. If you knew anything about gang culture, I mean, he wore red from head to toe everywhere he went, right? He Which was yet. why it was so controversial that Snoop was signed to death row because Snoop is a legendary Crip. And I know friends that were in Crip gangs that didn't really respect Snoop mm. because Oof. he signed with a blood. Right. Mm -hmm. But they were all like, yo, let's get this money. But gang culture has been ingrained in hip hop since the gangster rap era. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. even to this day, which I mean, obviously we see uh, Young Thug fighting for his freedom with the YSL idea because there's a lot of, you know. Truly Mottish. humble under God, young thug.
3: <laughs> I love. It. As soon as he said that, uh, there's a there's a group called Coke Boys, and they're like, yeah, no, it doesn't mean Coke. Yeah, creation day. of kings every day. You know what Fat Joe said? Yeah, what he said? They called
1: him like the crack king or something like that. And he's trying to say it's not the drug crack. It's that every time I sat Joey down, crack. my butt hot. crack would oh, show. Yeah. Joey Crack. Joey Crack. Joey crack yeah, the, the, yeah. My nickname, Joey Crack, was about my butt <laughs> yeah. crack always hanging out, yeah. not. That, yeah. that, 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 feels well <laughs> that is a
3: well known thing, though. That is, that's to defend him. That's actually something that's been in the back in the day. And he said that before. The real crazy thing is well, you know what DJ Khaled's original name is? Before he was DJ Khaled, it was called Arab Attack.
2: Yeah, I knew that. When in 9 11, he had to change it. So, like, yeah. you know, yeah. all
3: these people have like crazy names because, and then you become famous and you're like, oh, what do I do? Because, you know, you can't be at that level of fame without having to. I- Cure, you know, I think he went, I,
1: I think he became Arab Attack when he went to Miami. Because when he was a DJ in Orlando in the '90s, he was DJ Cal. Really? And I think when mm. he went to Miami, he became he Arab Attack. He just was like, yeah. "I got a great Super name." Super unfortunate. was like, "Wow, yeah,
3: <laughs> really." But he that did. You know how like, wild? You know name, how, like, by the way,
1: <laughs> hip hop stations at night back in the day, like nine o'clock to midnight, they'll just do live mixing and whatever. DJ Caleb was the guy in yeah. Orlando when I was in high school. I remember
3: him in uh Power 96, man. He was spinning around doing spins. He was he was just so loud. I just remember him always being loud. Like DJ. Uh-huh. You're like, he was ba- You know, you're just in your car. <laughs> you're like, he was like that back in the 90s, too, man. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> Everything flies in the air. Anyway. All right. Uh, what do you have, Marty? All right, I got a good one actually today. Um, people, here's the here's the headline. People are dating less thanks to the economy. Now, mm-hmm. First thought, I don't know because people are spending seven hundred dollars on Taylor Swift tickets. So I don't know if the economy is really the issue. I think people are choosing what they want to do. Not everyone but, is spending um, seven
0: hundred dollars on Taylor Swift tickets. I do. A want lot of to people are. They're not going that. to Maverick
3: City. Just kidding. Um, a, re- <laughs> a recent surdy- a survey of uh, two thousand Americans discovered that the average person has spent three grand on dates in the past year. Um, the average date costs about two hundred dollars. So they're saying that. Um, Basically, people are going on less dates, getting more expensive. Um, I feel like, you know, there was a list the other day that came out. This went viral maybe a month ago, where it's like, I, girls put out this, like this girl put out this list, like, if you take me to any of these places, it's unacceptable right? Yeah, yeah. You have to be in cheesecake, you know, cheesecake Factory date. and all this stuff. So I feel it was like... On a, it was on a first date. It was yeah. a first date. And I feel like yeah. it makes sense that this article come out that people are spending, are, are, are like, this is getting expensive. I'm never going to see this person again spending money on a first date. Um, not to mention, I mean, these girls are like, you know, I don't want you to take me to Cheesecake Factory. I'm like, you're wearing Fashion Nova. So let's just, I don't know if that connects anyway. <laughs> but it's just, that, it, it's just that a lot of people are going the less dates because things are becoming more expensive um what do you guys think uh i know for, a fact days days for it, they first are getting date. expensive going on dates with yeah. my wife you know going to movies is like super expensive now and then going to dinner afterward especially in california everything's expensive like steaks yeah. here are like 60 dollars starting out and i'm like this is not even a yeah. famous restaurant so i don't know what do you guys think
2: yeah, I mean, as far as with me, I'm going to just keep it real. I haven't dated in a long time. I mean, I'm 15 years married as far yeah, as Yeah, like but you still should be dating, <laughs> dating wife. No, no, no. I'm saying as far as first date. Oh, but yeah. You're talking first date? Yeah. First no, date, you date. getting coffee and a croissant. Yeah, yeah. First yeah, date. Yeah, you're <laughs> to Starbucks. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's coffee and croissant because we- we This is a this is a get to know each other thing, right? so I want the barista to say your name because I forgot it. For <laughs> sure. But me, yeah, but me and my wife, we went out on a date to a spot called Butcher and a Bee uh, last week. And man, they hit us for one twomp. They hit us for 120. And Ooh, that's normal I mean, here. Oh my
3: gosh. That's what it all is. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's crazy. Like, and then, you know, you got to throw the tip in. Like, you, you got to hit a tip. And we didn't even, I mean, we didn't even eat. We, sh- because butchering a bee, all this stuff is a la carte. So mm. we shared like a piece of trout, mm. shared some whip feta. You know what I mean? Oof, like, it was more tapas. I'm like so. We talked. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was really good. But 120 is 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 wild for Nashville, um, in a sense for tapas. Yeah. Right. We're not talking about big. Yeah. You know, appetizers. Ounce, 16 ounce. You know what I mean. Yeah. New York Strip. We're talking small piece of fish.
0: I just want to say I'm glad this came out because. I'm about to see family at Christmas. And if I have to have a family member ask me why I'm single, I'm just going to send them this article and be like, I, I'm (laughs) saving money. Actually. That's why I'm single. Um, not any other reason, not because of anything that you might be thinking it is solely because of the economy. That's what I'm going to use.
3: Okay. So here's my two questions for you. Number one, I don't, I think it's a red, I think it's a scary thing on a first date to cook together. I know you gave that as an example. Like, hey, you don't have mm. to go out to eat. You can cook together. I don't know. I feel like that's too scary for me. That's intimate. That's yeah. yeah, okay. intimate. You're like in my that. house so, around knives. You know what I'm saying? like, I don't really know you that well. Th- that's yeah. a little I scary do. right there.
0: I think, okay. Yes. Please don't go to someone's house on the first date that you don't know. Um, yeah, please <laughs> don't. I gave please date don't. ideas. Or like We threw in cheap date ideas, assuming you've... Dated for a while, and you're trying to have a date night, but you're not trying to spend two hundred. dollars so, okay, yeah, okay. So your so this tips is not were for like first dates. Yeah. Yeah. There's things you can do. Because I was like playing than,
3: okay, a game. Okay, you're gonna break up I'm playing Monopoly. Guess what? <laughs> Three in the morning. Get out of my yeah. house. You know, it's starting to get yeah. uh, tensions are rising. I
0: mean, again, I the person that I wrote I didn't. this didn't is incredibly single. So take my advice with a grain of salt. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like I like this excuse though, Emily. Like I'm I'm gonna use it. Yeah. I mean, literally, yeah. my mom asked me. Uh, at dinner on Sunday, how come I like when like how come I'm not dating or whatever? And I was like, well, it's tough to meet people when you don't leave your house mm. seven days a week. Mm-hmm. So leave me alone. And yeah. ask but the I'm going to use the economy as the reason. Yeah, yeah. I'm and also,
3: it. I mean, I think I think back. In, uh, okay, so I, I think that in the past, dating. um You know, going to coffee shop, twenty bucks. I I also feel like nowadays. I mean, I'm married. I love my wife. We're great. But a lot of my friend, a lot of my friends, they're dating. They're struggling right now, trying to find somebody. Um, a lot of it's put on the man. uh, For like a lot of the guys that I know, they're the ones paying for the date. So they're like, "Hey, I'm going to pay for it." And a lot of them are like, Mm -hmm. "It's just mad expensive." Because he's like, "We're not going to coffee shops. We're going to go to I want to I want to like win her over." So then that's a piece of the equation like all right the guys it's kind of their fault then the guys bringing this girl mm-hmm. and inviting trying to win this girl with all these cool date ideas kind of his fault for picking the really expensive restaurant to show the girl that he's cool you know like so there's shared blame
2: guys like do you know you don't have to sure. prove anything to anybody, you know? Nah, and the thing is if you start that way, it's going you're going to have to yeah. end that way. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So for me, if me if us going to a, a nice coffee shop is a turnoff for you because cuz we're we're coming here to get to know one another. Yes. Like, we're not coming here for anything other than that but to know where this is going. So if that's and me being fiscally responsible saying, "You know what? I'm not going to just blow money on you like a clown." And we mm-hmm. may never see each other again. If if me having that type of intelligence is a turnoff to you, then we, we're not a good fit anyway. Yeah. Going to Starbucks is too much like
3: what are we talking yeah, about? You know what I'm saying? Like you're not you might not be the right.
2: Yeah, I may not take you to Starbucks. I might bring you to Crema in that what I'm definitely not going to take you to like To a steakhouse, yeah. Cat Bird seat. I'm not yeah, taking yeah. you Cat Bird seat. We're not going to Kane Prime on over our first here. date. We're not going to Kane Prime. Like it's not, it's not happening. We don't know each other. Like, why mm-hmm. would I do that? You know what I mean? Like, does it make sense?
3: Cam, what's your first worst date like experience? You have one? I don't know. I just wanted to ask you I, that. I, I
1: wasn't. I wasn't a big dater. You weren't a big I won, dater. I, I. I won. I was like. I, I. I. I date to marry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not mm-hmm. just going. Okay, I'm okay, a casual right, date and just never appeal to me. Here we I, go. No, no, I'm just saying. So like, I'm super like few and far between. Super picky. I can go years. <laughs> I'm a dating camel. I can go years without dating. I don't need it. And then when I meet somebody yeah. who i'm into I, I, I dive in deep you know what i mean i'm all in so i i don't really have a lot of first <laughs> you day you
2: might want to edit that one no, bro. Girls are going to be
1: like
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna save you <laughs> girls are gonna start yeah. reaching out to the show i'm gonna save him i need it all right
1: that'll do it for slices Listening to The Killers and Tony Holiday. The song is A Great Big Sled. And yes, just like all the other tracks from last episode and this one, they're all from A Very Relevant Christmas over on Spotify. Hey, if you like this podcast, but you might like it better if there were no ads, you can do that. Head over to relevantmagazine.com and sign up for Relevant Plus. For just a couple bucks a month, you get. This podcast ad free you get ad free unlimited reading at relevantmagazine.com including the full podcast and magazine archives our beautifully designed digital issue and a little more uh, check out all the info right there on the relevant plus tab at relevantmagazine.com where well, our guest today is comedian Dustin Nickerson he's been touring all year he he's opens for like Nate Bargatze and a bunch of others um, if you haven't had a chance to see him you need to if you need to, you also need to follow him on social he's hilarious Uh, We spoke to him about using comedy to find the truth, and he shared with us the funniest piece of advice he's ever received. Here's our conversation with Dustin Nickerson.
0: Well, I know you're on tour this year, but before that, last year, you released a book. And I'm always curious, why did you want to write a book instead of saving it as material for your show?
4: Uh, the, well, I wanted to write a book because, uh, there was a global pandemic, uh, the stand up comedy was made illegal for like two years or the better part of a year at least. And, uh, it's like, well, if there's ever a time to get into this book that i've always wanted to write uh which the the concept of this book is that uh, marriage books are stupid and ridiculous and no one could ever tell you how to be married because uh every marriage is so different and two people with their stories and their junk and their history and their problems all that stuff like the idea that anyone could ever then take what they know about marriage and tell you how to be married is, is laughable. So what we do is we just look in this book, um, took like the 10 most common points of tension in relationships, uh, fights, uh, uh, sex, kids, money, faith, and just there's like little insight, but more so it's, uh, this is what this looks like for us. This is our story. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, Truly, I, I, as far as I know, I am good at two things, uh, comedy and uh, being married to my wife. And even both of those, I'm pretty hit or miss at, so <laughs> it's the only thing I was qualified to write a book on.
0: You know, you said you had to take a break from touring, obviously because of COVID, um, but you're fully back now. So how have your comedy sets and your tour been this year?
4: Yeah, you know, Roy Wood Jr., he said this a while back. He's, you know, a, a fantastic comedian. He said, you know, if you're talking, he said, if you're talking about anything before Kobe died, then it feels so outdated. And I think there's a real truth to that because so much has happened in in such a highly consumed way that there is an, there is... Even if it's not topically, there is a need to be in the room with people and experience what they are experiencing. So, you know, it's, I think for a while people were like, saying like, oh, you can't do any more COVID jokes, no more mask jokes, no more vaccine jokes. And, and I, I understand what they're coming from there. But this has been so shaping and impactful for all of us that it's, it's, it's people compare it right to 9-11 because you go like, we're still talking about that. That's still a thing that just, it, it, it wasn't like an event that happened for one week. It was shaping us for years and will continue to shape us for years.
0: You know, I'd really love to get your opinion on this as a comedian. How do you feel about comedy being used to shape or should I say discuss cultural events or moments like everything we've experienced over the last several years?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think that different comedians play different roles within it. There will always be the controversial takes, the provocative takes and i think that that's important within culture i think that there are people that have just soaked the fire you know and then there are what i try and do more of is or i should say and then there's escapism comedy there's folks who are like i'm not going to talk anything about it and that's important too that's and then there's this middle, which I feel like is what I try and do, which is I will talk about these things, but in a non-controversial way, and hopefully it'll be somewhat therapeutic. Like if I have a, a life thesis, it's that I'm trying to get people to take things less seriously. I hate being serious. I don't I don't like any I I just have to say there isn't a time. Of course there's a time. I don't like it. It makes my skin crawl. Comedy is the only thing in the world that makes sense to me. It's the only thing that's helped me make sense of the world and or function within the greater world. So that's what I like to do. And I think each of those are important. I think that they're I think that controversial opinions are important and takes and angles that you would have never thought of. And there is. There is, you know, a, a hugely important element of that. And it's also important to watch something that has nothing to do with anything going on in your life, so you don't have to think about it. And then I think the third one in there, too, is important of like, no, 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 they, we're talking about this, but it's with the sole intention of laughing about it. I'm not trying to teach you anything. I'm not trying. There's no message in here, but let's make some jokes about this so that it has a little less power over us and it feels a little less serious to us you know
0: yeah i love thinking about the ways that comedy helps connect us to truth um you know kind of going back to your book that we were talking about earlier what is the truest but funniest piece of marriage advice you've ever received
4: yeah marriage is hard but it is hilarious it is very very funny just again just the, the concept that two humans would merge and just make a life together it's it, it's it's bonkers it's insane and it is so every day I, my wife and I do a podcast we recorded right before this and we've been married for almost 18 years we've been together for 20 years and she was kind of like stressed and uh, you know upset about a couple things and i i said I, don't, I go i don't know maybe i've never asked you this or maybe we've never said it. i just i feel like sometimes you know you you kind of like the drama and the stress and she goes oh no i love it and i laughed so hard because so i was like you've never told me this in 20 years i have suspected it i have sensed and she's like, yeah, no, it's exciting. <laughs> it's, that's just so funny. Like, you've been stirring up all this drama. It's so oh, a This goes both ways. And 20 years into our relationship, you're like, no, I like it. I like the drama. <laughs> that's, it took us that long to find this.
1: That was Dustin Nickerson. Make sure to go follow him on social post really good stuff. all right stay tuned up next it's our game you do not want to miss it You're listening to Oscar Lang. The song is "Christmas Is Home." Today's show is brought to you in part by The Chosen. Season four of The Chosen is coming to theaters nationwide on February 1st, and this season has everything: clashing kingdoms, rival rulers, and when they're threatened by the reality of Jesus's growing influence, religious leaders do the unthinkable: choose to ally themselves with the Romans. As the seeds of betrayal are planted, in opposition to Jesus's message, turns violent. He's left with no alternative but to demand his followers rise up. So get ready, relevant podcast listeners. February 1st is the big release day. Go get your tickets now at thechosenriseup.com. All right. It is time. We're, we're doing a little party a little party game. We're going to do a little game called Five Second Rule. I'm going to give you a topic and, and a number of items you have to list in that topic within five seconds if you can pull off what is asked in the five seconds Mm. you get a point Mm. if you can't don't get a point Mm. emily is going to play but she's also going to be the timekeeper because i can't do this and listen (laughs) to your answers and look at five seconds so emily uh what's the noise you're going to do for like the buzzer sound
0: um (coughs) (laughs) yeah i'll just scream
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, first round. Emily, we're going to start with you. Okay. In five seconds, I need five answers for hot beverages. List five hot beverages. Go.
0: Coffee, tea, room temperature, water. Uh, <laughs> room temperature is not hot, first of all. <laughs> you hot said beverages. Yeah. <laughs> Room also, temperature. Yeah. <laughs> you literally you could have said hot
1: water. All right. You did not get it. No point for oh, you. All right. Gosh, here we that's go. Hard. Marty. Three
3: things you plug in. Go. Uh, iPhone, computer, and Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, you got, got it. Point.
1: All right, Derek, here we uh, go. You're up.
2: Three airlines. Delta, United, Southwest.
1: Got it. Emily. Five types of oil. What the, you get some hard ones.
0: Uh, no, I don't. Synthetic? I don't know. Oil.
1: <laughs> Avocado oil, olive oil, oh, oil. I
0: went car, I went car oil. <laughs> she, she, she was going <laughs> straight sesame. synthetic. R C W olive oil.
3: I forgot there's <laughs> other kinds of oil. Frankincense and myrrh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, so no point, no point for Emily. Uh, let's see, Marty, three. Bands with one word
3: names. Okay, this is easy. Uh, cold. Ah, crap. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You strokes. Just no no, no strokes. Right. Dang. I don't. Ten know. would have been Ten correct. Worked, yeah. I. I could just think Queen uh, bands. Prince had a band, but he's not a band. I could hey, just think Queen. It's a,
1: bro, it's a rap, bro. What, what is it? That's like no, thirty no seconds. No point. No point. No point. All right, Derek, you're up. Five. <laughs> Name five folks that are famous for their mustache or beard.
2: Go. Oh, man. James Harden. Uh, dang How it. Uh, freak. The, it's over. Yeah. Uh, that was James Harden. All
1: right. Okay. Uh, Emily, you're up. Please give me an easy one. Four NBA teams. Go.
0: Mavs, Magic, Raptors, uh, ooh, Lakers. I got it. That's your first
1: point. Congratulations. You're on the board.
0: Please let me have the sports one. Please. (laughs)
1: Uh, Marty.
3: uh, Four movies with multiple sequels. Go. Okay. uh, Ocean's Eleven. The Godfather. John Wick. Bill and Ted's. Got it. I just thought of Keanu Reeves. That's it. All
1: right. Marty is two. All right. Derek. Three types of sandwiches. Go. Ham, turkey, and pastrami. Got it. I want pastrami today. Uh, The... Uh, Emily has one point. Marty and Derek both have two points. Here we go. Emily, you're up. Five female vocalists.
0: Go. Adele, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Whitney Houston. Ah, It's time. Dang it. Five is is hard in five seconds. Five is hard in five seconds.
1: All right, Marty.
3: Three D-rated swear words. Go. Uh, Gosh, heck, and I'd place a darn. Okay, hold yeah. on, hold on. Can anybody else name the three bands with one word? Can you guys think of stuff? Because I, I no one was clean, really Queen, cold Coldplay Coldplay cold is one name though. Two names, right? Coldplay no, 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 it's, it's one word okay, I was going to put Coldplay, but I felt like that was two words
0: I don't know uh, Queen
2: Coldplay, Temptations mm. the, the Temptations oh, the,
0: yeah. That ain't a word Um, There's it gotta be another stro- I said
3: I thought Prince too, but Prince is one person not a band Prince is an artist. Yeah. yeah. Dang, oh, it, it is hard. All right,
1: three things that smell bad. Go.
2: Farts, burps, and cheese. Got it. It's a good one. That was quick. three seconds. Like toe cheese. It's just cheese, man. Cheese can. Cheese it, stinks it if you just have it out. Sure. It stinks. Stinky. Stinky. Mm-hmm.
1: Here we go. Uh Emily. Three single name celebrities. Go.
0: Beyonce and Dea Share.
1: Wow. Boom. Mm, Pop sure. culture.
2: Okay.
1: Home run. Sure. Pop culture.
3: All right, Marty. Four cities in California. Go. Uh, Riverside, Corrado, um, Los Angeles, Beverly time. Hills.
0: Mm, I don't think you made it. Mm.
3: You said four. I just said four. I did it. I'm good. I know, but you didn't he do it in five seconds. You got it. I did. Mm. By the time that, I finished, you uh, said time. He
1: did. He did. He did. Mm. He got it. He snuck it in there. All right, uh, Derek. <laughs>
2: three Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, The Rock, uh, Ghost Rider, and uh, Con Air. Oh. I thought you were gonna go with Con Air on that one.
3: Con air. con air. Left behind. I was just watching. In oh, he was well, in left yeah, behind. Dang Not. It. He was in 9/11. That was just a movie about 9/11 where he's the pilot. Freak, so
2: there's that. Man, I had <laughs> Raising it. Arizona. Five seconds. Yeah. so quickly. Face, had, off, I face off. I had it, bro. Dang it, man. Emily.
0: Uh five restaurant chains. Go. McDonald's Chick-fil-A Wendy's. Five. five. Keep going. Oh. Oh, then time is up. I missed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. Cheesecake factory. Um okay. Marty, you're a rapper. Four words that rhyme
3: with fun. Alright. Dumb sun run gun. I all right, Emily named right. all the places you can't take someone on a first date. Like,
0: Wendy's, <laughs> Chick-fil-A, Starbucks. I also don't know why I said Wendy's. I haven't been in 10 years.
3: <laughs> You're like, Arby's, like four,
0: four,
1: here we go, four-letter words that start with SH. Go.
2: Shoot. Shot. <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro you, already know the first, you know the first word that came to my mind, Cameron. <laughs> oh, this is not that's not fair, bro. Because it literally fried my brain, bro. That's not <laughs> fair, dog. That is not fair. You know me Shun, too well. Show, shoe. Oh my There's gosh. other words. Oh my you know? gosh. There is Shut. other words, but you know the first word that Shot. came to my Shut. head. What was it, Derek? Oh you the you're, you are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Emily. <laughs> Shut up, Emily. Emily. Here we go. Here we go. Five,
1: Emily. Five reality TV shows.
0: Go. Keeping me up with the Kardashians, Summer House, Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Time.
2: There's you. no way I'd have been able to do that in, in no. <laughs> I started I doing do the Housewives minutes. and I
0: was like, I'll just keep going. I should have just done all those. Yeah, I oh. list
1: all the Housewives. All right. Marty, here we go. Five
3: things that bounce. Go. Perfect. Uh, basketball. A rubber ball. My cousin's head. Time. Um, dang it.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, Derek. Three excuses for missing a party.
2: Go. Uh, I had a baby. Uh, I'm sick and I got to go on a date. Time. There you go. All right. Had a baby. Uh, Emily, we'll do the last round. <laughs> Man, that's an excuse. (laughs) You know, it's a rare excuse, but it's an excuse nonetheless. Can't use it that (laughs) often.
1: Derek has four. Marty has four. Emily has three. But this last round is worth two points each. So, uh, anybody's game still. Emily, I need four of the seven deadly sins. Go. Uh,
0: Lust, gluttony, anger, lying? Is that one of them? I think anger is. Great.
3: uh, There's a it's another word for anger. I don't think it's anger. Wrath. Wrath.
0: Okay. Okay. Sorry. Let's get the Oxford dictionary out of here. And I think the word anger will show up.
2: Lion isn't a a deadly sin. Yeah, it's not a deadly sin. It's a normal sin. It's a normal sin. It's it's wrath, pride, gluttony, greed, envy, lust, sloth. All
1: right. Emily did not get it. Here we go. Uh, Marty, you and Derek are tied. Here we go. Name three... Body parts you can live without.
2: Go. uh, Hand, foot, ear. Yeah. Sheesh, that'd be a a sucky life, though.
1: Derek, I need three reasons why a person might sweat.
2: Go. Uh, Running, basketball, and fear.
0: You got it. There you go.
2: Uh, You guys tied. I was gonna say sex. Tie-
1: All right, uh, well, here's a tiebreaker. Here's the. I was <laughs> gonna say <anything>.
2: sex <laughs> would have been a one. <laughs> All
1: right, Marty. I mean, we're gonna tiebreaker, uh, Marty. I need four toothpaste brands. Go.
3: Okay, uh, Crest, uh, four dentists, uh, Colgate, and uh, Aquafin.
0: Mm, that was after Ooh, I said time,
3: Derek. You can steal it.
1: It's not right? on, Derek, the word. It was on the word No. <laughs> I need three I also made
2: aquafine up. <laughs> three itchy things. Go. Uh wool, bug bites, and sweaters. Time.
1: You got it. Boom. He got, he got it. it. He, he got it. He got it on this one. I liked it. I like this game. <sighs> it was a okay. fun game. Congratulations, I like it too. Derek. <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: I just want to thank God and I want to thank all my fans that are out there. (laughs) I appreciate uh, all of the support (laughs) and uh, download my single Vigilante. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. Download my single bands. I appreciate you. Thank you.
1: Well, before we wrap things up, I want to thank Dustin Nickerson for joining us. Make sure to check him out on socials. Also, like I've been mentioning throughout the show, go uh, check out A Very Relevant Christmas, our 450 song curated playlist over On Spotify, it's a little something for everybody. Just know Mariah Carey. So if that's what you're looking for, not the one for you. Um, And actually, I don't think we have a lot of like oldies. It's just mainly cool modern stuff and the artists are the worship. Some good stuff in there. Check it out. Very relevant Christmas. Also, make sure to hit up relevantmagazine.com every weekday where we are covering the intersection of faith, culture, and everything in between. Follow us on all the socials. We're at relevant on a bunch of them and at Relevant Magazine on the others. Okay. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang.
2: I'm Derek Miner. I'm Emily
0: Brown.
1: I'm Marty. We will see you on Friday. Have a great week, everyone.
4: podcast network.